Hey, this is LOA Today, the Law of Attraction show. Welcome to LOA Today, Walt Thiessen and Joel Elston here. It's Thursday, April 14th, 2016. And today we're going to recommend that if you are unemployed, get a job. And in fact, we're going to show you how to do it using the law of attraction because, well, we know how to do it and we want you to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that, that pretty, I think we're done. That's pretty much the end of it. <laughs> I, I think we pretty much have, that's the show. Now we'll just fill in the blanks. <laughs> so anyway, what got this started was uh, talking about my own situation, uh, trying to find some employment to fill in some income needs. And uh, you told me about some good news that came up at your end. You've been dealing with some people, helping some people, and they had some great results. Well, what we, exactly, Walt, and one of the things that we were, that, that I do in my, my life coaching business is I, I work with everything from addicts to uh, failure to launch children, 25-year-old kids stuck at home, and everybody in between, just whatever the scenario is. And uh, I have had, uh, the, the, in the last month, I've had three chronically, what I refer to as chronically unemployed people. They're all different ages, all different backgrounds, and, and, and all different reasons why they're having a hard time with employment. Um, and they each came in, it been, had been quote-unquote looking for work for over a year, uh, had not found it. That's a and long were, time, too. That is a long time. And they, uh, you know, we, we, we did everything from starting from the very beginning, and, and they filled in the blanks of, of what their scenarios were. So I'd like to go over and sort of explain each one scenario. We had one young man uh, that is, he, he's uh, 24 years old, and he had uh, some drug convictions on his record uh, when he was 18 or 19. Uh, hasn't really kept a job, didn't finish college, uh, hasn't really had much going on. The few jobs that he has had were, I believe one was uh, McDonald's and, and other lower-end paying jobs that, that didn't have much future in them. And, and he just it sort of accepted that's, that was his role. And we were, we were talking in great depth and one of the things that I do so they don't know what I'm doing is I ask a bunch of questions and instead of having them do a sort of a occupational what occupation would fit you test I ask a bunch of different questions where they don't know they're taking the test mm. so it, it, it really helps me determine what areas these people would, would thrive in right. and then figure out okay now we can maybe push them that way so this young man uh, he, he has uh, uh, along the way he was telling me I said what you know what's your hobbies he, he loves model airplanes and, and when I say model airplanes I'm, I'm talking about remote more of the remote control airplanes him and his dad uh, do remote control airplane stuff and right. just uh, and then I said oh yeah I said, that's like a very expensive hobby and it he is. says well he said it is but when you know how to do the work yourself and you know how to to, to get the intricate stuff and you can get the parts used. He said it, it gets much more reasonable. So obviously that put me on a path of thinking, well, this guy probably is pretty good mechanically. Oh, yeah. And, and while there might not be a lot of money to be made repairing, you know, remote control aircraft, uh, the idea that 
you know that that could go a long way in in other areas. So we started talking a little more, and and you, you know he he I said, well, what what could you see yourself doing? And he said, I just want to find something where I feel like I, I'm really making a difference, or at least I have a future. So the things that he worked at before, when he worked at McDonald's, he was one of the cooks in the back. And you know, there isn't a lot of uh, a positive reward for being a cook at McDonald's. No. And, 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 and you know, a lot of times it's a demeaning environment. Then you get a paycheck that's very small. So what, what we started talking about was, you know, what, what's an area mechanically that is almost a foolproof industry? And we live in, you know, I live in Virginia and summer's coming up. And one thing that, that with, when it gets the temperature, it's 90 degrees, you know, 95 degrees, and we have our, our 90% humidity days, everybody has air conditions. Oh, yeah. Everyone. And it, there's just no option but to have an air conditioner. And, you know, every home that's more than five years old, I think, is going to be have a certain percentage risk of having some some repairs. And so after talking more and more, I said, well, what are you about air conditioning repair? And he said, well, I've never thought about that. And I said, well, there's, there, you know, most of the universities or I'm sorry, the community colleges have some type of uh, training and in, in, in air conditioning and heating repair and refrigeration repair and such like that. So we, we started walking that process. And now he's getting sort of excited that there's something there. And, and I, I, instead of him looking at he says, well, I probably won't get it because of my felonies. And I, I interrupted him and I said, no, you absolutely won't get it because of your felonies. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I go, no, not because of the felonies, but because you believe you won't get them because of your felonies. Right. And he looked at me and he, he's like, okay, well, maybe. But he said, I, I, I said, I can't imagine that of everybody that's repairing air conditions and heat, heaters in the Richmond, Virginia area, that no one hasn't had at least some brush with the law. That would be unlikely. Would you agree? And he shook his head yes. And as we did that, we sort of walked through the process that he wouldn't be the first one to work in the industry with some stuff, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yep. So what I had him do was uh, go to a uh, – he, he goes to a meeting. It's a 12-step meeting. And I, I, I said, have you ever mentioned this in your meeting? He said, no. Goes to his meeting, says openly he's really interested in getting into air conditioning repair. Is there, if anybody knows any connections, please let him know. After the meeting, a gentleman comes up and says, I work for this company. He said, I had three DUIs. I got those taken care of. They hired me, and I, I love it. And one day I want to do my own business. Wow. And so he took, he, now he's talking about to believe. fast reaction, by the way. Uh, I, immediate. That, that's the point. This guy's been unemployed for a while. And now he's very excited. So he, he, he goes and he, and he talks to the owner, and the owner says, well, I'll confide in you. He says, well, he's had a really bad drug problem when I was younger, and I was uh, <laughs> co- convicted of, of selling heroin. So, so, so not only have we gotten away from the idea that no one who has ever been in this business has ever had any kind of a brush with the law, but the first two he talks to had it. <laughs> Well, and, and now, I, as I pointed out to him, I said, now you're talking to a man who went through exactly what you went through. Now, he, if anything, you have a credential on your side that you had a drug problem. It, it's now, it, it now behooves you that you had a drug problem because the owner of the company experienced something 20 years ago similar to <laughs> Now, now you've got to be wondering, Joel, does the HVAC guy who comes to repair our air conditioner, does he have a problem in the past? <laughs> he, he probably does. In fact, ask the next time he's here. But, 
and, and, and to make a long story short, the guy said, look, we're going to go ahead and hire you. He said, normally we don't hire people until they at least are in school. Uh, the next training, I, I, I don't remember when it started, but it starts relatively soon. He said, you get enrolled in that, and when you have, you're enrolled in that, you'll come be an apprentice for us, and then when you get certified, I'll give you your own truck, and, and we'll, we'll work out a, a deal with the other. And everybody's just loving this guy where he works. His attitude has completely changed now. Wow. And and not not only is he's able to see where this could one day be something where either he takes over this company, because he's become very good friends with this this gentleman that runs the company, uh, or or he can go out on his own. But now he has an entirely different perspective. And all that changed was his, first his understanding that he, he had already just resigned himself to the fact that he can't get a job because of his felonies, right? And that that was an amazing turnaround. That in a in a, in a really a short period of time, that he's and, and you picked a great field for him to, to look at because yes. HVAC is actually a very lucrative field. It, it 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 is, and you know you you and I explained to him that down in Florida, I have probably five or six friends in recovery uh, from addiction that are all in that field and they and they all have opened their own companies and they all have really good incomes and really I mean it's a very lucrative field as well as a very needed field there oh, yeah. it isn't like it's getting smaller there's a lot of demand for it yes and and so all of this took place when we were able to get him to open up his perspective a little differently and and he had automatically disqualified himself from ever having any type of future because of his background. And that is the kiss of death right there. When you it disqualify is. yourself, you basically prevent any possibility of any good thing happening. Right. And and he had you know he had convinced himself that McDonald's or something like that was his only shot. And fortunately you reminded him that that is not a permanent condition. He can actually change his mind. Yes. Which and, is a and, good thing. Well and, and I said ongoing. I mean the, the ongoing you know, the, and now he's very much into the law of attraction. Obviously, now he's really studying it, Great. and 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 he's seeing all aspects of his life change. You know, he he uh, he, came, he when he first came in, he had this real scraggly beard, uh, wearing just you know, sort of dirty clothes, and 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 not much of a uh, wasn't presenting himself well. Didn't have a lot of self care. His parents were paying my my fee. And so he, when he first plopped down in the chair, he was just sort of doing it for them. Uh, and and he, as we started making progress, I know the last meeting that we'd had two weeks ago, uh, he's he's coming in. He had on a polo shirt. He's shaved. Uh, he 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 just looked like an entirely different person. He sit and sitting up in his chair. Uh, his body language was reading just very. He, he was really happy to be there. And he said, "I really am excited about my life." He said, I can't wow. believe I'm excited about my life. Fantastic. And and I asked him, I said, what changed? And I was expecting him. This this shows you how great he was picking up on this because when I asked the question, I was actually expecting him to say, I got a job when I asked him what changed. And then I was going to say, no, your perspective changed. Mm-hmm. And then you got it. He said, instantly, he went right to it. He goes, my perspective changed. Wow, very good. He picked good. up on it, which is amazing to me. So again, the law of attraction worked instantly for this man who 
had never applied it, and he went from – he understood it was working. I explained to him, I said, the law of attraction is at work already. Mm-hmm. It's keeping you from getting a job because that's what you're telling it. Right. And, true. and he and he says, well, why would it do that? Said, oh. <laughs> because it's mean and nasty. What do you want? <laughs> no, it, it, of course it not. Care. That's not what it, it doesn't is. care whether you have a job or not. It just puts out what you're about, and exactly. that's what it feeds back to you. That's right. And so he just absolutely he's doing wonderful. Uh, it, it, it's it's uh, you know I get texts from him every week. Uh, I, I said, well, we really don't need to meet any more. We you came with a goal. We met it within a short period of time, and. And his family is just, they're shocked. And it is just something that happened relatively easily by him sort of buying in early to the concept. That's really cool. Uh, I have to take us off on a tangent because you said something that keyed something in my mind that I've thought about for quite some time. I wanted to get your take on it. You mentioned that he was he had the scruffy appearance. And, and that's almost a style these days among the young to have the, the scruffy half, you know, not fully folded, filled in beard, you know, just kind of the unshaven look. It actually seems like they, they treat it like it's cool or something. But my take on it is that it's actually an expression of lack of confidence. And I was wondering what you thought. I, I, I have, uh, there's several of them, several of these young people that do that, that I really believe that. I, I really believe that. I also happen to know some very, uh, very people, some young men who are extremely conscientious about fitting in sort of that hipster lifestyle. So they spend a lot of energy making themselves look scruffy, if that makes any sense. Right, uh, right. You know, so there is a, a group of them that really seek out that look, where there's another group that just, ha- you know, it is a lack. It's almost hiding behind all of that. And and it, it's very common. I see that a lot with, uh, uh, you know, a lot of different young people that I work with. And I, I mentioned, I said, you know, what would – Regardless of what your group thinks, when you're going into, you know, interview, and you show up in a pair of shorts and your your beard's not even trimmed, and it's scraggly and there's empty spots in it, it doesn't look really good. Uh, and are you? Do you think that is conveying a message that you're willing to conform and, and at least come you know come to terms with what being on their team would look like? If you're applying for a, a job with a law firm and, and you come in in flip flops and shorts, what's the odds of getting that? And, uh, <laughs> Let alone whether you have a law degree. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and it's just so so there is a rebel. There is a bit of a sort of a, a uncomfortable uh, this this group that I'm generally talking about these younger people they. I think a lot of them are truly lost, and mm-hmm. and they're wanting they're wanting it. They're good good people, but I, I just think that they're, they're they're just sort of sort of baffled how to do it. So I do think a lot of times it is a lot of insecurity. And if you think about it, really, even those who are trying to conform to the social aspiration of looking cool, even they are acting from a perspective of lack of self confidence. It's just for a different purpose. They're, yes. they're more directly aimed at trying to get the approval of their peers, whereas people who aren't necessarily doing that they're just doing it because they do it they're just saying in general i have lack of confidence <laughs> well right i one of the young young men that i work with uh, that that uh he, we're still waiting for his him to get on board with this his appearance is just because it's the the least attention that he has to pay to his appearance so mm-hmm. he he comes in he has the beard he he uh he has you know again needs a haircut he has just scraggly clothes, often wearing the same shirt, you know, two and three days in a row, he said. And, and you know, the idea, it just, 
it's almost like giving up at your, when you're 22. Yeah. And and it, it's very sad that, but I found it interesting that the young man that got the job that that you know with the you know, air conditioner repair company, that he is such a, you know, he came in with a looking nice shave. Now he's in an industry that everybody can still have the beard, but he he his statement of self-esteem now is he's shaving every day. He's 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 presenting himself in a different way. He's in a, he carries himself his body posture. He's sitting in a chair instead of slumped over head down. His feet are firmly planted his 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 direct eye contact. He's a different person and all that changed Walt was his perspective just like we talk about. And what's That's it. What's cool about that is basically on what you're you're saying right here is that it wasn't a job requirement. He did it right. on his own volition. Yes. Yes. That is really, really cool. Because if he had done it as a job requirement, you, you could still say that he was feeling good about where he was at, so he felt confident. But to do it on his own volition, on his own initiative, in an industry where he could continue to get away with having that kind of a scraggly look, man, that says a lot. Well, and what, one of the things that I asked him, and he, I asked him why he decided to do that, and, and the answer was, I, I didn't remember, I asked everybody this question. I said, with everything that's going on in your life, if you keep doing redundant behavior, ask yourself, is this behavior working? Mm -hmm. And if you keep doing the same thing and keep getting the same results, you can't be frustrated because it, it, it just, that's what we do. We get the same results and then I'm shot. You know, oh my goodness, why is this happening? Well, I keep doing the same thing. That's right out of 12 step, isn't it? It is. It's basically a 12 step, sort of a variation of 12 step thinking. Yeah, the 12 step uh, concept basically says uh, the definition of insanity is repeating the same behavior over and over again, expecting a different result. Right. Well, this is the inverse of that. It, it, exactly. So I, I always try to, you, you know, I start off with, okay, you're, you know, if your life's going exactly what you, how you want it, if it's going, I mean, if it's rocking right now, it's doing exactly what you want, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah. That's wonderful. Right. Now, if it's not, what's the answer? And, and, and something's got to change. Something's got to change. Otherwise, nothing changes. <laughs> right. If, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And it, it's, <laughs> it sounds it's, redundant it, to say it. It, it, it just sounds the way, the way but this young man remembered me saying that. So he said, you know, I, I give examples of, of when I ask people to sort of reset their lives. One of the things that I do is is... And it sounds so ridiculous, Walt, it, it, but it, it works, is I said, I start with, I always ask, underneath your sink, Walt, do you have a garbage can? I mean, is there a garbage can underneath your kitchen sink? Actually, no, but I understand okay. what that, okay. there could be one there. <laughs> if there was there, one there. So I asked, I asked the people who say yes, I said, where's your garbage can? It's on the left side under the sink. I want you to move everything over to, I want to put it on the right side. I want you to move your bed. I want you to turn your bed. I want you to turn your dresser. I want everything different. I want everything in your house to be switched. That's a cool concept. Because what happens is the it, it helps reinforce the idea of change. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it, it forces you to the brain to reset on some level. If you if you walk into a room, uh, you know, and you you hit the light switch and you, you, or you don't even need to hit the light switch because you know exactly where you're walking in the dark. And, and I want to mess all that up. Yeah. I want to, I, and it, 
And you do really, it in small ways that are really un, inconsequential to how you live your life. It, it changes really nothing, but it cha- I, you know, I like if the if your plates are on the right hand side of the sink in the cupboard, I want them on the left hand side. I want you to move the glasses around. Uh, you, you know, I want I want those kind of things to change. If you drive the same way to work every day, take a different I, route. Yeah, I want a different route, even if it means five minutes longer. I want a different route, and this is a way of acknowledging to the universe I'm going to do everything differently it's also and a way I, of acknowledging it to yourself it's a way of acknowledging to yourself that shifting the way you do things and changing things is not uncomfortable it right. actually can feel good it, 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 well, you can get excited about it and, and start feeling wow this is new it, I feel invigorated because it's not so redundant in my life Right. It, it, and, and so that with with that's why this young man said, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do everything differently. I, you know, I didn't shave every day. I want to get up and shave every day. He he took a... a you know, so, so that was his reason for shaving off the scruff. Yeah, he said, I, I want to do it differently. He said, wow. You're right. And he, and he did everything differently. He said, I've, you know, I've been wearing scraggly clothes. I, he said, I didn't have any money hardly, and I went out and bought new clothes. He said, I just needed some new clothes. He said, not because anybody told me to, but I needed to change what I've been doing. I, and, and Boy, he really did buy into this whole idea of shifting his thinking, didn't he? Right. And, and that's mm. one of the things that we do. We, we start wow. early with the, the little things, and, and they don't know what I'm, where I'm going with it early, but once they catch on to it, it makes a world of difference. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, well, clearly it did with this young man, no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, I, well, I find great results in that. And, and, when I, and again, the younger people in general – the younger people are much more open to those ideas. Mm-hmm, sure, I've, I've had you know, when I get forty-five, fifty-year-old people, and they have a, they sort of roll their eyes when I make these suggestions, and when they finally get around to doing it, they're like, "Oh my gosh, this made such a big deal." Well, you, you just know, made me feel better just by saying that because I'm fifty-eight and I, I'm I, I'm trying to find ways to change. So you, you just made me feel like I'm no longer in my fifties. <laughs> right. But yeah. Well, and that's good. And, and that is a very young mindset. It is. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and once you start accepting that, that it's, you know, change for most people has been, again, the law of attraction at work. Change can be perceived as good or bad. Most of the time for the average person, change has been perceived, perceived as bad. I didn't want that to happen because it took me out of my comfort zone. Right, yeah. But by removing your, one of the most dangerous places you can live in the, in, when we're talking about a concept of the law of attraction is strictly within a comfort zone. And mm-hmm. it, most people are like, well, that's the opposite of what you're saying, Joel. No. Being content and being happy where you're at is when your life, when you have everything, that is abs- that's wonderful. But growth requires us not to be in our comfort zone. The law of attraction wants us to evolve. The law or it doesn't want us to. It will allow us to evolve if that's what we want. If you want to be complacent in situations that are not, you know, conducive to to having everything you want, that becomes a deterring factor for mm-hmm. people making the changes for the law of attraction. That's it's necessary to work. Yeah, absolutely true. And and the thing that makes this real, I guess, would be the best word, is, like you say, just actively taking the little steps like that. Because the moment that you start doing things that are different, you've set, you've set the universe in motion in a way you don't necessarily know about. All you right. know is that you made these little tiny changes, and something comes out of it that you didn't expect. 
It's it's got to. It can't really not come out somewhat differently, and you may not even notice it right away. But well, something else happens, well, and, and the, the the skill, the art here is recognizing the connection. Well, and that, and that's the key to me is is I'm I I'm in the middle of writing my second book right now, and and I have uh, I'm doing a chapter on the law of action, and the law of action is 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 really not doesn't get near the attention of the law of attraction and the law of attraction is solid without without any doesn't need anything else and define the law, the law of action just for a second here just so we know what we're, what we're talking about okay well yeah the, the law of action basically says it it, it it goes almost to physics you know every action in our our being whether it, it in our life has creates a ripple effect through through life, it, it or through everything, it, it's like if I get up in the morning, that begins a process. That's an action of me taking, you know, moving forward. So it's, action, it's really a corollary to the law of attraction. It is. It is. If if my actions don't match what I'm trying to manifest in the law of attraction, the law of attraction, it 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 isn't able to. It picks up on the fact that we're not doing what we're really feeling or mm. what we think we're feeling. Right. So our thoughts have to, our actions have to match our thoughts. If I really believe that I want to make changes in my life and I'm tired of living the way I'm living, but I get up the next day and do the exact same thing in the morning, the law of action says I will continue to get the same results because I'm feeding into the law of attraction the same energy based on the same behavior. Right. And the the law of action going forward in this young man's life was, I'm going to change things. I'm going to get up and ch- and, it, and it has to change at that point. The it, the using the law of attraction and then the the law of action matching, that's when you're in harmony with this, and that's how we we bring these things about. When the law of action and the law of attraction are in harmony in your life, it can't help but work happen. And that's that's the key for most people that most people don't quite get uh, it, is these two things being in harmony it, is is what brings about these these everything that you want everything you, it, it has to truly match and it only yeah, because that, that's that's really the key right there yes it, it has to be what you're thinking about has to be a match to what you really want in your life yes if it yes. isn't. If you're if you you're focusing on stuff you don't really want, which which is very easy to do, clearly. But if, if if you do that, you can't really complain about the results that come along because right. they, they, there's a corollary there. I mean, it, it, let's try to turn it around. Let's let's try to pretend that the law of attraction doesn't exist for a second, and let's say I'm going to adopt the idea that I'm going to be thinking about stuff that I really like. But I'm going to go to work doing a job I don't like, and it's going to work out okay. Even if you don't believe in the law of attraction, how can you believe that that statement is true? Well, and that's that's. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yes. that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> well, it doesn't, and that that's the piece for me. That that's the piece that I I went. I like to use the young man we were just talking about when he sat down. His day looked the same way every day. He got up at 10 or 11 in the morning, played video games, ate lunch, did nothing. Uh, halfway looked on the internet for jobs. He'd fill out online jobs, but didn't expect to get them. He wasn't prepared to get them. Uh, you know, I mentioned to him after after a few sessions, you know, we, we, 
you know, repairing air conditioning be something you'd be interested in doing. Oh my goodness, yes, that 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 could be something. I'm good at those kind of things. It started with a conversation about a remote control airplane repair. Yeah, yeah, that, and, that's a and, cool connection that you made there too. And, and so as we evolved this, and he and then he starts getting excited. He was in the right mindset, but here's where the law of action came in. I said, you need to go to your 12-step meeting tonight, and you need to mention or ask if, if anybody knows of anything mentioning what you want to do. Well, he had never said something like that in a meeting. He didn't like to share in meetings. So his law of action, he had to match that frequency of this is what I want. When he says it, he gets somebody that tells him this is it. It leads to a direct connection. The law of attraction, the law of action, it matched. Within within two weeks, the man's working at a company. It's pretty fast. And, and one small shift in behavior. Yes. One. We're not talking about even just moving the trash can under the sink. We're right. talking about just saying something at a meeting that he'd been attending for how long? Yeah, that, that's a couple of years. And, and so it's so two years into it, he finally spoke yeah. up. You know, like, right. oh, well, well, what, the, the universe is saying, what on earth were you waiting for? <laughs> well, he, he one thing that after, and interestingly enough, is, is he bought so much into this concept of changing things. And his parents are so pleased with this. They, it, it's funny, the mom has reported they have literally redid their house. I mean, wow. she said this is one of the great things that's ever happened in our son's life, and we're going we're gonna to push it to the left. They have they painted walls. They have moved things around. They're, they, they've uh, uh, changed lamps from one room to another. I mean, all kinds of stuff that is required, all of them, to, to they're, they're looking at instead of change as being a negative, they, they're now viewing change of, of environment, change of thinking as a real positive. So, so and, you're, de you're describing a change in a family dynamic. Yes. And, wow. Yes. And, and, That's and, huge. And, and it is. I mean, the, the whole family is buying into this. And it, it, it took place when someone just simply sat down, and first of all, they got their thought process right, but then their actions started to match when i have uh uh i have i've had parents in the past that you know say well I'm, you know my child's behavior is outrageous and, and and i don't know how to deal with it and nobody can seem to help my child and you know i'll start explaining to them well your child's not here but you are and let's talk about how you can improve and what how and they don't want to hear that well i'm fine i just need to my child to do something. Yeah, different. fix my child. Yeah. Don't fix me. I, I said, I can't fix your child when your child's not here. I, you, why don't? And finally, when they buy in the concept that maybe their action is participating in it, it makes incredible changes in the relationship. I said, your child's behavior will have to change toward you when you change your behavior toward your child. It has no option. He, he or she has no option. Not it. Yeah. He or she has no option. Even though they feel like it sometimes, trust me, uh, it, it it really is something that that is a unique way to look at it in all areas of our life. Taking the law of attraction, the, it it is such a to me it, it's the most you know it it rules in my life. But I can't have I can manifest all day with my thoughts, but if my actions aren't going to match what I'm feeling, then it picks up on that. I'm, I'm not. I'm just playing at that point. The law of attraction knows that. It, it it only goes by what I really believe, and if I really believe it, my actions are going to match it. 
not just my thoughts. I'm still thinking about the part of it where um, he made the change, made the one small change at that meeting, and it makes me think about, a, it made me remember a, uh, an email that I got from Mike Dooley, who we've talked about lots of times. Um, it's, it's one of his more famous notes from the universe, and, and as you were talking there, I, I managed to find it, so I wanted to read it because it, it fits this perfectly. It says, it's as if you're pounding on the massive doors of the kingdom of your wildest dreams, at first lightly, even respectfully, and then losing patience louder and louder. You pray, you plead, you beg, you ask, you cry, you wail, and just on the other side of the door, your faithful, adoring subjects silently writhe, some quiet, quietly crying, all intensely feeling your frustration and loneliness. And yet they remember all too well how, on the day you left, you made them swear not to ever open the door so that you might discover for yourself that it was left unlocked. Wow. <laughs> and well, that's what it makes me think of. He exactly. discovered that the door was unlocked. It had been unlocked for the last two years. <laughs> that is, see, you know, the, 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 that, right off the bat, I go, I go to... It, that opens oh, by up the way, I, I have to tell you what he signs it off with. He signs it off by saying, I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I of anyone who is aware of Mike Dooley's work needs to remind themselves, refresh themselves. And if you're not aware of it, it is probably, in my opinion, the best law of attraction work out there. He, I'd say so, yeah. He matches my beliefs well, two, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. And yeah, great I mean, guy. And you can, you can get his emails free, by the way. Yeah, Just every go day. To, I, go to yeah. tut.com, T-U-T.com. You can sign up right there. They, they come out uh, once a day, five days a week, and you can just have a great little message every morning. And, and I love the way they're, they're worded, and he, he has a nice spin on them every day. So this, he, he, his belief system matches mine completely. Yeah. And, and I, I, when, when we take it further, when we, when we realize that, you know, it, in, in cinema years ago, when, when Dorothy realized she, you know, all she had to do was click her heels together and she's home. Right. When in reality, the law of attraction is simply saying, okay, you keep saying that's what you want, but you're not behaving that's what, what you want. You're not feeling that's what you want. And, and it, when all that comes together, it then has no option, period, of taking place. It's just not even negotiable at that point. But we, we become so redundant in our behavior, so entrenched in our behaviors, is a better way of saying it, that we get stuck on these same behaviors yielding the same results. And until our actions also change, the thoughts are at the beginning, but the actions have to match the thoughts. And it That's all begins with the idea, instead of assuming that the door is, is locked, why don't we just try assuming that the door is unlocked and see what happens? Let, 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 yes. Let, let's, let's see if the door is unlocked. Let's see if the, you know, automatically assuming uh, all of this is taking place. All this universe is, every, you know, what if everything was conspiring on our behalf? What if... What if this was all meant to be? What if everything we wanted was simply available? Why don't we live like that? And if we do, you'll be shocked and see that's how it really is. Mm. And it's an amazing turn when you can start to believe that this is working out in my favor. And, and it is not arrogance and it's not uh, magical thinking. I've, I've had a, a potential Well, well actually, it is magical thinking. Well, in, in one sense, it really is. Yes. Because the magic of it is 
that we don't necessarily understand how it works. But on the other hand, we don't know how electricity works either. <laughs> and yet it seems to work just fine. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, when I say magical thinking, I'm talking, when you hear a clinician say, if you go to a, a, a doctor and they say, oh, he's stuck in magical thinking. Mm. Well, that's certainly not a, a positive. When I say magical thinking, and it's not magical thinking, it's not a clinical definition of magical thinking. It is a real, the, the world does exist in magical thinking. The law of attraction to the untrained, under to people who don't have a belief in following it, do believe it's magical thinking in an inappropriate way. It isn't that we're psychotic and we, we, we don't know reality from, you know, it, it isn't that. I just believe my reality comes from within me. I'm not being dictated by the world of what the reality is. I put a, a, a post on Facebook the other day that I, I really believe that we live in great times right now. I, I, I feel that these are amazing times in the world. They are. And I have so many people that go, are you kidding me? Things are so bad right now. And I go, why do you say that? The we live in times where the entire universe's knowledge is available on my my telephone. Walt, my telephone. Yeah. It has I have access to the entire knowledge of the universe. And, and you're and not the, you're not saying that there's nothing negative going on out there. Oh, of course you're not. just saying I, that you refuse to give any energy to it. I don't give any the energy I give to the to the uh, I, I have the ability to be sitting in Richmond, Virginia, while you're in another state, and and us talk every week, which is so fun. It's awesome, and and uh, you know the idea that all of this stuff is available to us without any thought or want is 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 just incredible. And I'm grateful for all that. Yes, I'm aware there's a lot of negative taking place. That doesn't change the fact that we live in amazing times. It, it's just something that. That I have a friend who uh, uh, is Polish. He's a Polish weightlifter. Incredible guy. Very much a law of attraction practitioner as well. And we were at a, uh, a big dinner. And somebody was giving a toast to him and the Polish people. And he said, you know, the Polish people have suffered so much. Mm. And, and before he could finish, my friend interrupted the post. He said, the Polish people have never suffered a day in their life. The Polish people have endured whatever life has thrown at them and overcame it. <laughs> nice response. And I and I love that. And and he, he said not to be rude, but we don't view suffering as a as a privilege or a good quality. Mm. He said suffering is a choice and we did not suffer. We endured and overcame, but suffering is not a, a state of mind that the Polish people believe in. Which is that that actually gives me a reason to want to learn more about what it is to be Polish because that's yes. a great mindset. Yeah, it is, and 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 he he's very proud of his heritage, and 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 the Polish people have endured a lot, uh, and and have, have came out on top at the end. I mean, they they've endured occupation, torture. Uh, you know, Germany tried to wipe them out, and and at the end of the day, they're still here. Yeah, and and they're a strong people. I I. I encourage people to start that mindset of I, I can believe whatever I want to believe and my actions and my way of living can match that and there's nothing that's not available to me and that concept in the law of attraction is is such a it has changed everything I do in my life and I'm amazed as we talk about every week as well that even 
as much as I believe it, that there are days in my week that I find myself on the other side of that. It's like, how can I be here? How can I? How can I? How can I believe it like I believe it and still have negative mind thoughts? Oh, me too. I mean, I have that in a huge way, and yet, at the end of the day, even when I have those kinds of thoughts throughout most of the day, at the end of the day, if I stop and think for just a moment and just try to find some positives and so forth, what I begin to remember and to realize is that all of that doesn't matter. It doesn't right. make any difference. Because even if it were true, even if it were true that life is futile, even if it were true that life is completely not worth living, we'd come here anyway and make it worth living. We would. It's yes. not like we're going to stop coming here. It's not like people are going to stop being born. And it's not like they're doing it, they're, they're getting born because they're being forced into it. Like, oh, I'm going there kicking or screaming. I'm not going to go there. That's not the way it works. We all no. come here voluntarily. This, this, is, this is not something that we were forced into. We chose to be here, folks. Well, and, and when, we, you know, when we start to understand that, and one, one, of, the, one of the processes for me that, that helps a lot is when I can remind myself, and, I, and I'm better this probably nine out of ten days do I get this. Today is the only relevant day that matters. Right now, today. Now. Right now is where my power exists. That's where I exist. What has happened yesterday has zero impact unless I allow it to have impact. And the yesterday, only way you make that happen, the only way you allow it to happen is by focusing on yesterday. But fo yeah, there's a lot of great stuff in my past. I love to focus on that. I get to choose to bring that forward to my future. Mm -hmm. I don't have to bring the negative back. I don't. I, it doesn't have to come forward. I get to choose what comes forward tomorrow. I have no, I have no awareness of, or other, I mean, I've, I've seen it happen many times for the last fifty-three years, but I'm not guaranteed a tomorrow. So today is my relevant day, and if I'm living today like it's my relevant day, I'm going to feel, I'm going to go after everything I want to go after. Live like it's your your most relevant day, your only relevant day left. And if we could get living that way in in a daily thought process. It changes everything, Walt. It really does. Well, the funny part is we actually do live that way in a daily thought process. The question isn't whether we live in the now. We always live in the now, even when we don't think about ourselves living in the now, even when we're thinking about what happened yesterday or five years ago or back when we were a little kid. We're still living in the now. It's just that we are refusing to acknowledge it. Right. And if you refuse to acknowledge that you're living in the now, guess what? The now ain't going to be so good. Well... It, 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 well, the now is based again on how you're viewing it. That's the key. Is like you're saying the the idea that the negative stuff that has happened. This gentleman that we were talking about earlier, he goes and he gets a job at McDonald's. It doesn't last very long. He finds out a bad experience. So in his mind, I can't even work at McDonald's. Yeah. It's oh, so bad. I, I, I feel I feel for that 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 mindset. I know that yeah. mindset. Yeah, it hurts. And, it hurts like crazy yeah. it's like i can't even work at mcdonald's how screwed up is my life yeah. the, and so that becomes so any job opportunity or when the neighbor says hey i got something that might work for you he never gets even if he goes to the interview he doesn't get it he doesn't have self-confidence he's not talking with passion you know when he sits down at the interview with the uh at, at the you know air conditioner repair company he sits down with the, the gentleman decides he's going to open up, tell him how passionate he is about what he wants to do, tells him about his past, and what do you know? 
the guy confides in him that he had a heroin addiction many years ago and also had a felony conviction. And in fact, the that, first two people he talks to in yes. the industry had the same kind of history he had. Had the same kind of history. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds against that? Right. If, it, if you don't believe in a law of attraction, what are the odds that you're going to get the next two people in a row who have the same kind of situation you have when you first believe that nobody else could? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and that that becomes a a mindset that that you you are in control of. All of this stuff when you when you start to realize okay, the two out of two people that I've talked to now have some legal issue and then work in this industry and do well. Wow, I went from believing no one could do it to everyone must have. Yeah, right. now, <laughs> That's where I went. I was thinking who my HVAC guy was. <laughs> right. And, and, and so with, within that, it, it's, it puts us in a position right now to say, I'm in control of all of this. And we yes. like attracts like. We, we bring about what we're thinking about. And when you're vibrating on that or whatever term you want to use, I like the term vibrating, when you're feeling deep down, this is the way it's going. That's what you're putting out there. That's what you're getting back. Yeah, I like the word feeling. I have to admit, vibrating has always felt weird to me because, I don't know, I, I know that sound frequencies and light frequencies are vibrations, but that's not the way I experience them. I experience them as light and as sound. I don't, I don't see anything going up and down on a sine wave. So that... For me, calling that a vibration just seems kind of weird. But feeling, I have feelings about light. I have feelings about color. I have feelings about sounds. I have big feelings about sounds. I'm, I'm so heavily sound-oriented. So feeling makes a great deal of sense to me. Well, and one thing too, Walt, that I, I, the reason I often use the word vibrate is I've done, I have a program that I love that uh, is a biofeedback machine. Oh. And I literally can see the vibration of my thoughts and feelings on the screen. So I I now visualize thoughts and feelings as vibrations because I want I see that. Oh, okay. So it, you actually see a, <clears throat> a sine wave or whatever and that sine right. wave shows up as a visual message that you remember. Exactly. So I I I know what my most productive mindset vibrates at. I see that. And so uh, when I visualize it, so when I often use the word vibrate, I'm literally seeing my, my thoughts vibrate, and, and they're a tangible that can be picked up. The, the, this monitor that I put on my head picks up these waves and these vibrations. That's a reinforcer to me. Mm, and, yeah. and I also have identified the waves that are my most ineffective way of living, my most negative way of thinking. I see those waves, and they're vastly different than the positive waves. Yeah, I, I can understand that, because obviously they are going to show you different waves on, on whatever monitor you're looking at that... that has translated these yes. signals into a, a visual form. Yes, so it, it works, and I, you know, and, and as as our audience, we you know, is worried or considered about you know they're concerned about jobs or, I really challenge you to to, to keep thinking. What can I change in my way of thinking to start with? Are my actions truly matching my desire for a job? I know I laugh at this. This one of these. Uh, I have a friend that uh, not necessarily agreeing with his behavior, but he he he's he's trying. He's getting unemployment in Nor in New York City, and it's pretty good money. He's getting pretty good money. So he doesn't really want a job right now, mm -hmm. but yet he has to fill out forms that he's applying for jobs. Right. So. 
I found this hilarious. He's applying, he applies for jobs that he just feels he cannot get. He said, this is way out of my league. Well, the last three weeks, he's applied for jobs, that he can't, and he's gotten three interview calls. Wow. So, so, so he's, he's doing something to be in alignment. I'm well, not right, sure what. Well, well, his fear of not working is actually – he's manifesting the opposite of most people is what he's doing. Oh, I and, see. Okay. And he, he's going to end up with a job because he's, have, he's having the law of attraction. He's figured out how to tap into the opposite side of it, which is sort of a really hard thing to do. Um, yeah, it's not something I would recommend. Yeah, no, it's, I, don't, I don't recommend it at all. But anyway, he, 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 he's called me. He's called He's I don't want a job right now, but yet I keep these interviews. He's, I'm applying for jobs that there's no way I should get. And I said, go get, go interview, go get excited about this job. If you go get this $300,000 a year job wow. that, you, that you think you, you, you got an interview for a $300,000 a year job, go do it. So I, I'm waiting. He's it, it's next funny week. because so often we hear stories about people who say, I can't get enough money. I can't get a good relationship. I can't get good health. Here's a guy who turned it around by saying, I can't get what I actually want. Yeah. Or, I, well, I'm sorry. No, I can't, I can't get what I actually don't want. Right. And so he put himself into a, a reverse, reverse vibrational state, <laughs> a double yeah, reverse. Yeah. Yeah, and I said, this doesn't work for most people, but you, you have, and he said, you know, he said, I'll probably get this job, damn it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably will because you, you don't think you will. Oh. <laughs> the way you're thinking, it's, it's crazy, uh, but it, it worked. And and you know, again, if you wake up every morning and your your, your life, that's a, sort of a, a test you can give yourself: is life going like I want it to go? If it is, proceed and follow what you have been doing. If it is not going like you want it to go, what areas do I need to change and adjust? Maybe I, I need I got, to change I and adjust something all here too. Areas. I got to touch on something here because this whole thing about negativity and how negative affects the law of attraction and so forth can be really really confusing i know it confused me for the longest time and i can just i'm sitting here and i'm realizing i now get what we're talking about here but i can imagine people listening are really confused so let me let me try to unconfuse if i can and and you help me out here joel um i'm going to draw on an abraham hicks concert concept here the concept is of a stick this stick has two ends. One end is the thing that you want. The other end is the absence of the thing that you want. And the object of the game is to decide which end of the stick you're going to focus on. If you focus on the end of the stick that has the absence of the thing that you want, even if you say, I want the thing, I want the thing, but you're focusing on the absence of it, you're attracting the absence. If you're looking at the end of the stick that has the thing you want, and you're focusing on, I don't want that thing, I don't want that thing, I don't want that thing, but you're still looking at the thing that you want, you get it anyway. Right. So you're, it isn't the words per se, it's where you're focusing. Are you focusing on the absence, or are you focusing on the thing itself? He was doing the weird thing. He was focusing on the thing itself and saying, I don't want it, I don't want it. And, of course, he's getting it. Well, yes, and, and, that, and you know, the... One of the visuals that I do every time, I do this when I'm giving speeches, if, if, if the room is conducive to this. And, uh, you know, I, I think you and I have talked about this before. I might have done this on the air before. But I, I will tell people, I'm going to ask you not to do something. Please don't do this. Yeah. You can do it no matter where you're at. Please 
refrain from doing what I want to ask you to do, no matter where you're at. Don't look for the color red. <laughs> well, you can't help it. As soon as I say the word red, you truly were trying not to look for the color red. I was closing my eyes and I still saw it. You still saw it, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things that when you, when you look, you, you weren't filtering for don't, you're filtering for red. Right. And, and it, it happened. So, I, you know, not to, not to confuse the audience with the example of my friend who is, is actually stumbled across another way. I'm not seeing <laughs> that. That is a, that doesn't work often because you, it, because you truly don't vibrate on that level or you truly don't feel on that level. Right, because the he, tendency is to go toward the absence side anyway. Exactly. So you tend to be drawn that way when you stumble right. that way. So, yeah. uh, but but within that you, you you know to see all these changes and, and I, I'm blessed to be able to have a, a career where I literally get to see these practices take place every day in some form or fashion and and the awakenings and the and and people's growth and and all of that it's sort of an amazing journey to watch as other people have their epiphanies and it reinforces my belief system so much when I realize wow this is really working. It, it, and not only is it really working, it works even when we don't think it's working. Yes. That which is yes. the hardest part to, to deal with, I think. It, it's the most challenging part. Um, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'm, I've been looking for some work to fill in some extra income. Now, I'm self-employed. I've got some income from my business. My business has not been doing great. And I can just imagine listeners saying, well, if you know all this about the law of attraction, what do you, what's wrong with you? And I have to say, well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm, there are certain things I am not doing that I need to do that I preach on this show every week. <laughs> and I'm working on that. I'm working on doing, in fact, I like the idea that you gave earlier, Joel, about just making some minor changes. I'm going to try doing some of that just to mix things up even more than I've been doing. Because I yes. haven't tried to change things. I've been trying to, you know, changing behaviors and so forth. But let's just stir the pot some more and see what I can do to break out of patterns that I don't even know I'm in, perhaps. But but the point is that this this whole thing about about making changes, about making a, a shift in our thinking is something that plays out even when it doesn't seem like it's going to play out. So right now, for instance, if I look at my life right now, I could say, and I, I have actually said to you off, off the line here, off, off the air, there have been times where it felt like I was getting nowhere. And of course, I was reinforcing that feeling when I said it. And I knew it. I knew it when we were saying it. I, I had to express it because I had to have some way to express it in English that you would understand. But I knew it as soon as I was saying it. And yet, during that time period, as I've been dealing with my own personal financial situation, my own business situation, I have found myself dealing in situations where, like you said, looking online for a job, I would sign up to look for, a line, for jobs online. I've been applying to jobs left and right, and I knew deep down in my heart, I didn't want any of them. I didn't really, I, I wanted the absence of the jobs. Right. I, I really did. And because I, was, I felt so ambivalent about the jobs themselves. Like, I don't really want to do that. I, don't, I definitely don't want to do that. I'm good at that, but I really don't want to do that. That's not fun. I, I, I mean, I, I think about the negative side of the thing. And of course, what the, when I think about the absence side, then what I end up with is the absence. It's only in the last few weeks, maybe even days, that I've begun to find ways of identifying things that I do like. And I knew that's what I had to do. It's taken me some time to get there. 
But now that I'm doing that, all of a sudden, things are starting to happen. I mean, I told you off the air before we even came on to do the show today how I had a job interview yesterday. It's the first job interview I've had since I started looking, when was it, about a month and a half ago? I finally got a job interview. Well, that didn't happen by accident. It happened because I've been shifting my thinking by looking for the stuff that I like. I hadn't been doing that before. I, before that, I had that mindset that you talked about of not looking for things that I like, of looking only at the stuff I didn't like. Right. And, and that that changes it all, Walt. That, that, it does. And, and, and match, again, the, the matching actions that you're doing are, are going to now you – know, I love the idea of changing things up. It, it just it, – it, when I had uh, – you know, when, when both my boys were living at home, one of the things that we would have every six months, and it, it just, they loved the idea. And at first they thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. But we would have, when, when time changed, it used to be every six months, now it's not. But when, you know, usually when the time changed, we would go, let's move everything around. Move our beds to the other side of the room, move the TVs <laughs> around, move it, just mix it all up. And, and they have, both boys were from foster care, and for so long they viewed change as a very negative thing. So in their I was experience, help, it was. I can understand it, that. It, it was. It, to that point, it was. Now they started have really enjoying change. And we, we, we would spend a Saturday morning rearranging our rooms. <laughs> then we'd all go look at the other room. Then, then we'd go see a movie and then go out to dinner that night. That was, a, that was sort of our change day, as we called it. And oh, it, was, okay. it was a reinforcer that change is neither good nor bad. It's what we assign to it. Right. And, and that's the key. Uh, and, and, and that's such an important factor that, that changing things in your house, changing things in the way you drive to work, changing all that, it does require a new mindset. It, it, it has to, it hits parts of the brain that you don't even realize you're, you're hitting. And it also but, reinforces the idea that the change, it can be pleasant because there, there's no negative side. There's no, oh my God, I can't handle it side to shifting whether the folders are on the right hand side of the desk or on the left hand side of the desk. They're just on the desk. Who cares? And, and you will notice that for the next three months or three weeks or how long it takes you to get there, you'll keep reaching to the wrong side. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> that. That takes place. You know, it, 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 again, that's a reinforcer of how we get stuck in things. And I, to me, the, the idea for, for you know, breaking out of the, the unemployed pattern or the, the – it, it's a concept of change overall. How am I going to do it differently? How are we going to – Am I going to match the, 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 the thinking of the person that I'm going to be interviewing with? How can I become a – can I find out what they're looking for? Well, there are some cues that I can find out what they're looking for, and how can I apply that to help me get that job? All that goes together in a, in a great way of thinking, and if, especially if you're working for a company. And, and it, this is not pick on McDonald's Day, but I, <laughs> I, will, I will say I, I have a, a young man that, that was – really desperate for work and you know he, he was like well I'm going to go apply at Dollar Tree or McDonald's mm. and I said I'm I said I'm not trying to degrade either company however why are you stuck on those in his mind that's all he could do yeah they, he, had, he had they, limited himself that much and I said look I said what about Chipotle just just to change it yeah I said Chipotle has. I said they uh, they're they're much better corporately. They 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 do things differently. They get organic food. They they they're worried about the sources of their food. They care about the planet. 
they, 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 they do a pretty good job. I said, what about Costco, one of the best places to work in the country? Why don't you apply at Costco instead of Dollar Tree? Well, unfortunately, we got to find some way to shake other things up because we keep running out of time. <laughs> oh, wow. It's already time. It's That's already amazing. time. Can you believe that? That's but, incredible. But it's, it's been wonderful as usual, Joel. Talk to you next week. Yep. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.